be only one podcast, and may it be the Prince of the Universe. Hi, folks. I'm Matt. I'm Wes. And I'm Megan. Oh, you're back? I'm back. Who invited you? You, again. That's right. Hey, so last week we talked about Batman Forever. I talked about it. Um, And now we're going to talk about Batman Batman and Robin, which we just saw tonight. Tonight. And you are jumping up and down your seat because you got a lot to say. Yeah, I think this... Hot mic! This is the third time I've seen this movie. Uh, I saw it once in, when it came out. Who'd you go see it with? Um, Do you recall? I don't remember. And okay. then I watched it probably like... I think I watched it right when HBO Max launched, like two and a half years ago. I watched it again, and I was like, ooh, this is really... <laughs> Just as I remember. This is really terrible. Yeah. I can see why it sunk the... The franchise, <laughs> and then now rewatching it with you after we've been on Batman Overload, I once again have realized it's worse than it was twenty five years ago or wow. two and a half years ago. Wow. Yeah, the first time I saw it was in theaters, so I'm paid for my ticket. I did not want to see it because I knew it was going to be garbage, and it was. Uh, and I now know what it was. We had just bought that four in one DVD pack. And that's when we watched them all at uh, Walmart. Yeah, yeah you're We right. bought them, remember the four and one? So we bought that, and we said, let's watch them all. I was like, wow, that's still bad. And then at the beach, years later, I watched it with my brother. He wanted to just watch. We, we pick a movie to or a franchise to kind of watch throughout the week. And yeah. he said, you want to make it Batman this year? I was like, sure. And that was the third time. And so this will be the fourth time. Okay? Never say never, but, hmm. All right. So we'll t- I want to start... No, let's go ahead and tear it apart. Then we'll talk about the good. There's not that much good if you want to talk about it. It jump starts way too quick. Here's what I found out. It is beat for beat like Batman Forever. Instead of fighting Freeze, they're fighting Two-Face at the beginning. Right. And it's the same uh, Batman is stuck in a container with Two-Face, except Ass is at the bottom. And now he's stuck in a container slash spaceship that's going to shoot out into space. But it's basically the same thing. And then they try to chase him. He gets away, just like Two-Face got away. And then right after that is the how Two-Face became Two-Face. They're watching the video clip of it. And now it's they're watching the video clip of how Mr. Freeze became Mr. Freeze. Beat for beat is Batman That's forever. pretty lazy creative, what that you say. That is lazy. That is so lazy. And I will say this. Poison Ivy is the poor woman's... Cat girl, uh, cat woman, excuse me, cat woman, because it's the same thing. She's frumpy, she's nerdy. Her boss, kills when she her. finds when she finds out what her boss has been up to, yeah. her boss kills her. Now, Christopher Walken, much better boss, much better acting there. Uh, I love the death scene, the first death scene. We should right. say Catwoman, where he does the he uh, gotcha, you know, that you know, try, actually he's and then pushes her out. This one, no. Terrible. He pushes her over a table. Ready? Pushes a, a table of beakers on her that fizzle. Then she has plants on her. And snakes. And snakes somehow. And the ground opens up and swallows her whole. That makes no sense. And then, of course, when she comes back, she's kind of wonky because she's still in her old Pamela clothes. Not yet poison, but she's kind of, you know, disoriented like Michelle Pfeiffer was and is trying to trash things and slowly is, you know, turning into poison ivy. Yee. You know, it's like, what else What else happened? Oh, that happened in Batman Returns? Let me do my version of it. 
There's more ways to introduce poison ivy. I will say this, though. I thought, and we I think we agreed with this, I think Uma Thurman did okay as poison ivy. I think she was the... And the costume was okay. The star of this movie, which is not saying a lot, unfortunately. Not saying much. Not saying much. But she did do a decent job at the end. I think she was doing all right with it. She best she's doing the best she could with what she had i think she started strong she did good i think she just Mm -hmm. kind of felt i I think she just kind of got worse as the movie went on like the movie did yeah 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 Yeah. she just she just got a little um, well again we see the the final costume change it's very elaborate that matches the plant that she's inside of you know it's all different colors not green anymore because she can't be green and bef- you know her hairdo is always different, so yeah. All right, she can't be green because Kermit said it's not easy being green. <laughs> uh, I guess not. But what we have here is we have Batman and Robin surfing on metal-plated doors through the sky. We have them bidding over poison ivy, where Batman whoops out his. It, it's called the Bat Card. He whoops it or whips it. Whoops it. Oh, okay. It's a bat card. It has MasterCard on it, but it says Batman, and then it says forever on the little thing. Yeah, the little thing. Clever. Like, never leave the cave, bat cave without it. That, if you enjoy... That right there, worst line. If you enjoy puns, this is the movie for you. Oh, it's terrible, and I like a good pun. Arnold is nothing but a pun machine the entire time and we talked about this because the the cartoon had already come out by then the animated series were excellent had been running for three at least three solid years yeah and it looks like Schumacher read over the highlights the bullet points went okay so he's trying to cure his wife we'll, we'll go with that but you feel no th- nothing for Mr. Freeze you don't feel sorry for him and the Batman movie, uh, animated series you're thinking oh man okay so he's evil but for a purpose you know? I almost think Arnold Schwarzenegger is a poor man's version of Ace Ventura his dialogue is so bad. Yeah. It's worse but, than the Riddlers. But remember, Arnold always has his catchphrase in every movie. But I think and that they it, tried too hard to find. They threw every pun they could at the wall and see, hoped something would stick from this okay, movie. Okay, because I was about to say, what was it for this movie? No, th- there wasn't one. What? Chill. Like, yeah, one. Give there it was, a cold shoulder. There was like 111. You're going to freeze in hell. It'll be a cold day in hell. What else do you say? I don't even know. This party's gone cold, or I don't know, whatever. Any, any pun you can think of, you know, have an ice day. You know, he's going to say it really bad. A uh, lot of opening butt shots, crotch shots. At the very beginning, it's like, hello. No, every time they put on, like, they introduce a new person in a suit. <laughs> you get a tank shot. but yeah, And then a butt shot. And then, and then at least Silverstone, a boob shot. Which, you know, today you can get away with, too. You got a Nene shot on Batman and Robin, too. And the other one, didn't you? Oh, didn't did, they, did we at the very beginning? Didn't did we they get show their nipples? Bre- oh, probably so. Yeah. Probably so. so. I missed it because I was, again, cleaning the kitchen. Okay. But there's some off. There's a lot of awful stuff in here. You called it earlier when you said this looks, the set, the Gotham, looks like a poor man's Lost Boys. Well, like, yeah, there's like, part of it for the biker so, scene that yeah. is a lot of, like, neon green and pink. Again, these rave colors. But it looks like the hideaway in The Lost Boys. Mm-hmm. I agree. But not nearly as cool. No. 
but he's using that same. But then when you said that, though, that made me think that's what Gotham meant. It's just another extension of Goth. Bo- I mean, the Lost Boys world. That's all because that's all, the only set design he has in his head. Because Lost Boys is popular at this point. This how many like years have passed? Ten years, years ago. ago something you like know. That. Yeah. So I think Lost Boys is eighty-seven. Mm-hmm. This was ninety-seven. So from ten years back, he still got the same set design in his head. Nothing has changed for Joel Schumacher, except that everyone is the sexy saxophone man. From um, Lost Boys, oh yeah, Boys. I still believe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pump it. That's who you should go for <laughs> for Halloween. Where are we the going? Saxophone guy <laughs> from Lost Boys. I do know the band director of Sterlington. I'm making get my hands on some sax. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So anyway, Wes, tear it apart. Go. You've been waiting for this. You're up at bat. I just think it was. I, I think it was so poorly put together, and I thought it was. The longer you watched it, the more insulted you felt watching it. Oh, this time the action. the imp- At the very beginning, remember the impossible flips where they're just kind of just on ropes. And one time, Robin, you missed this, Robin jumps off his motorbike and flies standing up sideways to Batman's side. I mean, he's like flying through the air, but exactly perpendicular. I mean, his body's he's obviously on a platform. As yeah, they're moving cool. across, saying, "Ooh, look, I'm flying." That was a waste of that. It's very insulting. It it is, but th- it's like, oh, and when he uh, first captures uh, Freeze, remember that they do a big jump. He jumps. The vehicles he, are jumping off. Yeah, he he comes out of the Batmobile, flies into Freeze's uh, Tank. Rebel. Yeah, what did I yeah, call it? The Rebel Cruiser yeah. and from Return of the Jedi and yes. Empire. Uh, and he just, and then all of a sudden freezes on the ground. It's like, yeah. uh, what happened? Yeah. Well, Batman's covering with his cape. And then he reveals his cape, and there's, yeah, there's like, Mr. Freeze, and he does his little Batman thing. Yeah. I don't know if that's Arnold saying he doesn't want to be, like, show weakness with his character. So there's not going to be a, a beat down. Yeah. I have no idea, but it just. George Clooney cannot beat me. It's pretty flat. Yeah. Speaking of. Give me your thoughts on the use of Bane. Terrible. I, another wasted character who was the hottest Batman villain at, at that time. time. Yes, coming out of Nightfall. you know the yeah the past five years of that book and really hugely hit. popular. Yeah, and I would say Harley Quinn was coming out of the animated series, but Bane by far was. The biggest baddie at the time. And they had him dressing like you said, Raphael from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. With I the thought, trench coat and the hat. I thought he looked like Ben Grimm. Uh, or the <laughs> thing. And maybe even Mr. Fix-It with the Hulk in Vegas with the hat. But it was terrible. The dialogue was terrible. Dialogue, Bane is a one brilliant word. guy Bomb. in the com- in the Bomb. comics. Bomb. Terrible. Just. Yeah. It, it, it's such a shame that uh, it's Schumacher just saw a picture of Bane and thought this is the, the popular guy. He's strong. He has venom. Okay, good. I, if it's not Schumacher, the whoever was whoever running Warner it. at that time, their creative should be what a buried under the building. Car- yeah, because that was one of the worst movies I've ever seen. A poor representation, a waste of Bane, is what it was. I don't know if that that has got to be the worst comic book movie ever. 
Haley Berry's Catwoman, Shaquille O'Neal Steel. I what? But I okay. And I'll say it in this: as far as like a top tier comic book oh, character, okay. with a with a blockbuster mentality in mind. Batman yes. is either one, two, or three. Yeah, maybe. No, Batman and Robin is yeah no. Okay. There's no X Men movie as bad as that. There's no Spider Man movie as bad as that. Maybe I, there's some Superman movies. I don't know. <laughs> Superman Four is pretty bad. Yeah. But I will say this: uh, uh, what's his name, Christopher Reeves? His scenes as Clark Kent still solid. I just think, like the drop off from three to four, like to oh, me, it's huge. Batman it's huge. and Batman Returns are. There's a drop off if it being a sequel, but this from Forever to Batman and Robin is way off. I say Forever is a couple of steps below Batman Returns and Batman. You know, it's a couple of steps. It's 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 distant third, but in dead last, not even fourth place, dead last. You know, they didn't even get they didn't run when the gun went off. They just stayed at the finish line. Yeah. Um that would be Batman and Robin. Megan I did not like the movie, and I missed a lot of it as well. Now, but she was not cleaning us, the kitchen. Uh, no, I was know, doing a lot of other things. She wishes she was cleaning the kitchen when she started <laughs> watching. Now, Wes, thought you made a good point about George Clooney, Batman. Go ahead. Oh, he's the only person that's portrayed Batman and Bruce Wayne without changing his voice from Bruce Wayne to Batman. It's the same character. George Clooney is the worst Batman. He doesn't even buy. And he plus, has. I know. Like okay, as a as a person, not playing, like not being an actor, he has such a distinct voice that I don't understand. Like as bad as this movie was, you know, the director should have said, "Hey, you gotta tweak your voice just a little bit for Batman." But it's like he didn't even care about the movie. That's what I think. I think Joel Schumacher did this contractually, and Warner ran the whole thing because, like you said. Who was being directed in this movie? That's true. Did he have like a two-movie contract or something? Who, George Clooney? No. Joel Schumacher. Yeah. I'm sure he did. I'm sure he did. I think he had a three-movie contract, to be honest, because if if I recall, it was going to be Batman Triumphant. I think Scarecrow was going to be And Scarecrow and Ra's al Ghul, which is the only thing that lived for Batman Begins, was the two main villains. Yeah. I if I recall, right those that. are the yeah. two villains slated for Batman Triumphant, and then they scrapped everything, kept the two villains, and made Batman Begins. But it's a totally different movie besides the two villains they had picked out. Is that does that sound right? Yeah, you're right. I could be wrong yeah, about right. that, but I think that's what. But I, I think heard. Megan's point was right on. I mean, there's no distinction. All of this is very poorly put together. Yeah. No. I just, I mean, like, for it to have so many well-known actors, it just, I'm just surprised it was so bad. Yeah. Uh, talk was, about, oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say, it was almost like they said, hey, here's your script, do what you like with it, and then we'll film, and yeah. then we'll just put it together and see what comes out of it. Yeah. They're yeah. going to like it. Yeah. It's birthday cake. Everybody likes birthday cake. Well, yeah. ba- it's Batman. Right. We'll that's what I'm Batman. saying. They They are comparing, like, this to, like, something that anyone will consume like too big to fail correct two well-known actors for it to fail yeah what we we got we we put we threw arnold who still late 90s he's still big yeah at this point Mm -hmm. still cream of the cop 
Uma Thurman had done a few things. She's well known actress at this point. She's coming out of Pulp Fiction. Alicia Silverstone was. Yeah, at so that what? time, she was the it girl. At that time, yes, the Aerosmith video mm-hmm. and everything in it, clueless, clueless. I mean, yeah, she was on the rise here, mm-hmm. so it makes common. It makes sense to make her. And then you've got girl. Chris O'Donnell. Still, at I, least he didn't wear his awful earring in this movie. That's true. They made him take out the <laughs> and earring. George Clooney was real big. He was coming. Was this? He I was think moving. He just came off of transitioning ER. from ER. Yeah. yeah, but he was the hot doctor. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was TV wise. He was real popular. That's what he was known as. So, take my temperature. Well, I'm. Te- well, that's what Jewel, Joel Schumacher said. Actually, he, <laughs> he wanted. Did say Joel he wanted Schumacher. Dr. He wanted. Is that a COVID test? Or are you just what, happy to see me? Oh, God. <laughs> Uh, okay, so I just think as much as Val Kilmer wanted to be in the second or like do a second movie, I think he's really happy that he was not a part of. According that movie. to Val Kilmer, he was happy to do it. But what I think happened is Joel Schumacher did not want Val Kilmer as Batman. The studio did, and Val Kilmer said that Joel Schumacher never gave him any direction, and he was like, "What the heck?" And then they just kind of wrote him off, which is odd because Val Kilmer was coming off of. Tombstone. Yes. Yes. He was the hot. He was. He had never been hotter. And he almost won like an Academy Award for that or whatever. And and would go on to still make The Saint, which I think was still successful too. With Mira Sorvino. Mm -hmm. Oh. Yeah, we talked about that. But he still had some uh, box office power. Yeah, he had a lot of clout. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But Schumacher did not want to deal with him, is what Val Kenwer said. And he wasn't invited back. And he, at this time, had the label of being hard to work, difficult to work with. But he's saying from his side, because uh, the documentary, Val, that he just never got direction and felt like there was nothing, you know, but, nothing more for him to do here. He wanted to play more Batman, but couldn't. And I, I know this is one-sided, and it's, you know, like him portraying his version of what other people say, and I've never worked with him before. But based off of his documentary, I don't think he was difficult to work with. I think he was just a man of like that had a great vision for things that probably could have made his Batman movie a lot better. You know, I think I think that there I don't I don't know. Artistically, I feel like he could have I mean, he is an artist. I mean, he made that clear in his documentary. I just think maybe if some like the director would have been like, "Hey, you've got ideas. Let me hear. We'll go from here." What's we'll just getting off on Val Kilmer? We should, probably should talk about this last week, but just getting off on Val Kilmer. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> okay. Anyway, but going down that road, Val Kimmer, he gets a ba- he thinks he, he gets a bad rap for being difficult to work with, and so he shows his home footage of Island of Doctor Moreau, when all the actors are miserable on set. Marlon Brando it is he he stopped he checked out. He doesn't care anymore because the director doesn't care, right? And all the actors felt that way too, and the home videos prove that. So Val was being difficult, saying, give us some direction, any direction. What is the motivation? What is the point? What is the... And, I mean, that's what we would be asking if we were watching the movie. But he got labeled the difficult-to-work-with label. He's a big star, but he's so difficult to work with. Joel Schumacher complained to the studio, I can't work with this, but he didn't want to work with that. Right. He wanted to work with Dr. McDreamy from ER. You know, well, and Val Kilmer went on to be in Heat shortly thereafter. Yeah. Heat, yeah, that that was a good, uh, another huge movie yeah. with Pacino and um, um, De Niro. So yeah. I mean, his star power was still pretty high. Yeah, so it just waste. It was Schumacher's fault. 
It's well, either Schumacher or Warner Brothers because this all just sucks. It's a mess. It's a massive fail. Let's talk about Lisa Silverstone here. For some reason, and I, I did not remember this because I don't remember this movie that well. The details, of course, for obvious reasons because there are there, the movie doesn't make any sense. Right. But Batgirl is not Commissioner Gordon's daughter, which would be perfect. It'd be perfect for this movie, but she is oh, Alfred's right. niece. Which right. makes no sense. No sense. Alfred's about to die of old age in this yeah. movie. And, and so his he niece calls is 23. For his niece, because he can't find his brother, but his niece knows where his brother is? Is that the whole purpose of his niece coming? I don't understand. His niece just shows up. Oh, I'm glad you're here, niece. Yeah. Oh, How convenient a time for you to show up while I'm dying? I'm dying. It makes no sense. Where if she was Commissioner Gordon's daughter, you can bring Gordon in, who's been the same actor for the past four years, who for some reason looks like a four-star general. He's got stars on his collar. And he does look like a war general instead of a police commissioner. And you said all the policemen, and it's true, they look like goofballs. and go- It's weird. It's like they're from... Everything's um, a parody of a parody. Yeah. It's like they're from the Beatles' Yellow Submarine. They're all wearing these like Navy gear. And you're like, what did they... What did, that's the cops? What does that even mean? And... But uh, even her story would have been more believable well, if she like come in like I don't know maybe the the flirtation between her and Dick Grayson I mean having him instead of her as well the well, niece having her as the daughter I well mean, how to bring Batgirl in it would have made sense if when she's kind of seducing Commissioner to get the bat signal maybe she captures him and brings him along as a pawn to stop Batman well now Alicia the daughter Barbara Gordon has to get and her name's Barbara too. Yeah. Her name's still Barbara in it. Barbara Pennysworth, I or whatever her mate her name is. But anyway. It doesn't matter what but her name is. If she is. was Barbara Gordon <laughs> that's right. Bruce, if she, it's me, Barbara. <laughs> oh we'll talk about that in a minute. <laughs> that's great impression there. But the the and thing duh. the thing is the <laughs> if if it was his if it was her father that got captured by you know, Bane and, and Poison Ivy to hold his bait for Batman. Well, then she's like, I got to do something. That's why she suits up. Right. And somehow Alfred feels for her because he loves the commissioner too. And he wants the commissioner to live, but he knows Bruce won't accept this. But yeah, we, we've got to save Gordon. He's an old friend of uh, ours. And so Alfred lets her into the Batcave, gives her up and goes I just after. thought it was too slick. It's once again, he, she's I got s- a costume. Oh, it's terrible. It's already what? ready to go. It's yeah. like, where did all of this come from? And we'll talk about how, because it does go off the rails. But that would have been more sense about why she suits up as Batman, maybe why Alfred decides to go ahead and... Or, or maybe even Bruce feels bad because he has a deep connection with Gordon. Maybe you build up the connection with Gordon and Batman, which exists in the comic books, and that Batman cares so much for Gordon, he feels bad for the daughter. The daughter wants you know to do something, so Batman gives her the Batgirl suit. She has it, purpose. Yeah, it has a purpose and it makes sense. And that is something you, it's, that is vitally right missing there. from this movie. Yeah, purpose it, and sense. Yes, yes. But instead, what happens? Alfred gives her a CD. This is 1997. Says, "Give it to my brother when you find him, but don't." I think it's read a it. mini CD. It's even okay. Higher technology. Yeah, high technology here. But it says, "Don't read it." And, but she goes, "Well, he did say it's for family members, and I'm family." Yeah, but he told you explicitly, "You don't read it." She cracks the code because it's her mama's name, for whatever reason, and then and you're like you said, well, how would the brother know that? 
Right. All of this yeah. makes no sense. It, make, it makes no sense why he's telling his brother all this. Is his brother supposed to be a butler? Well, yes. His brother going to... He's going to bring his other 80-year-old brother over here <laughs> and die two years later? It's dumb. Yeah. Stupid. So then she gets into the Batcave because he gives her all the information. Oh, well, the And there's a light show. There's like a light show. Pink Floyd's intruder about Intruder alert. Intruder alert. Identify yourself. Alfred, it's me, Barbara. He's like, I, and, and Alfred is an AI. He, because he, he talks like Max Headroom a little bit. I, 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 I got this on, you know. And he goes, Well, I thought you would answer that, but that's okay because I've already said a design for a Batgirl. It's the laziest story writing ever. That's what happened. I gave you a CD. I told you explicitly not to look at it because I knew you would. So you would go down the Batcave so you could see my Batgirl costume I made you. By the way, I had no idea you were coming in the first place. I was already sick in bed soon after your arrival. But again, they had two hours to introduce this character. And she's not in it for the first hour and a half. She's she's guest star, then yeah, gone, she, guest star, and yeah, gone. Because he says another pun. Oh, so this is where you hang around. Oh. When well, Chris O'Donnell's yeah. holding her, when they fly off the X Games motorcycle <laughs> race that they're in. <laughs> There's a lot of X Games in there. The whole surfer thing and then the motorcycles, they were borrowing heavy from X Games. Trying and, to make it cool. Yeah. For and, the cool kids. And That's it the studio. Was not. That's the studio. Yeah. This is the kind of movie where it starts off bad and gets worse. By the end right. of it, you're just sick of it rather yeah. than going, man, it just wasn't any good. You're like, I'm glad this is just over now. Another example of bad writing. Go ahead. Megan, how did they all get introduced? Batgirl, Robin, and Batman. You just did the impersonation like two minutes ago. Oh, you want me to do that again? No, but what? I mean, well, you can, but how How did that go? The whole meeting. Between Batgirl? When Batgirl, Robin, and Batman are all together, What? what's the scene? What, what did she say first? Uh, or well, what, she goes, what hi, guys. It's, it's, just, it, it's me. Barbara. No, 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 before that. Oh, I don't remember. Do you? Because she says something in Batman. She says, I'm like, Batgirl. It's me, Barbara. And it's like, yeah. And, and does a smile like, aren't you proud? No kidding. We've been hanging out for six days in a row, and I've <laughs> never seen you before then. I know exactly who you are. Your hair's not even back. Yeah, your, uh, hair, <laughs> your hair's the same. You're just wearing a party mask. That drives yeah. me crazy. But no, he said something before that for her to say, Bruce, it's me, Barbara. He's like, well, let's move on. And then that's it. They don't even address that she's dressed yeah. as Batgirl. Right. How like, are you what trained? Are you doing here? If he's so concerned about Robin, this girl just drops in in the middle of a fight scene and he's not like, hey, let's pump the brakes. He's like, let's go. Hold up. Get her a motorcycle. Awful. And I want to know from a female point of view, why they put her in heels to fight these people? She's B Batwoman. You're being called. But yeah. anyway, uh, no, I think Time that's to put more. Put your heels on. I think. <laughs> Let me get my boot. I think that's more of a costume choice. I the mean, high I heels like for, this. Show. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I, I that, that's how they are in the comics. Yeah. So mm -hmm. I, I get she it. She wears high heels, so I mean, it's not Cat practical. Catwoman was like that in yeah. Batman Returns. It's not practical, but it's for comic book flair. I don't and mind it's sexual. that as much. Right, right. She's supposed to be the sexy lady of the series. 
I like how he, you said that. She's he, supposed to be the Elle, sexy lady. It's weird because Elle McPherson is his girlfriend. That's another thing that doesn't make any sense. Like they're supposed to have this long-running relationship, yet it makes no sense why yeah, why she's in there. Her character just is there so he can have a girlfriend, but for what? Because he's Bruce Wayne. Yeah, but I, he's a millionaire playboy. Why has he got a girlfriend? I don't understand that. And, and it's the first time a girlfriend of Bruce's is not you know the center love story there is no love story Poison Ivy he's not in love with Poison Ivy I just would love the movie to end (laughs) well he he immediately recognizes the pheromones yeah so (laughs) I'll go in a minute alright yeah we're almost done here so the only thing that I found interesting in this movie is when um, when all three are running together in the spotlight of Batman no uh, when Mr. Freeze goes to Arkham Asylum and then you see a, a clip of the Riddler in oh. Two-Face costume because right before that I was sitting here thinking what drives me crazy about all of these movies is that they never reference the villains from the previous movie even though it's supposed to be a continuation like I want to know okay well just mention in the beginning of the movie about you know uh, the Riddler being locked up, or just mention something. You know, bring bring up something about Catwoman. You know, just tie it in together instead of hey, here's a new movie, new villains, new Batman. I agree. I like seeing the costumes there, the little throwback to hey, remember that Batman? was the only good part of. Remember when this series part. used to be halfway decent? That's what they were saying. They're like, but oh yeah, we made this movie too. Something else <laughs> that would have been nice if when they're escorting Freeze through Arkham Asylum, wouldn't have been nice for you to pass by Enigma. You don't have to yeah, see or just see like a question a mark. See the of, question or see a uh, yeah. like a <laughs> as he's passing by. Yeah. Yeah. You don't get to see Jim Carrey. They can't afford a, right. a cameo sure. by him. But that would have been nice because that's where he's he was the first Batman villain in the movies to survive. And in this movie, no one dies. Batman and Robin kill no one. Both Mr. Freeze and uh, Poison Ivy Arkham, live. Arkham Asylum did look good in this movie. That's one more thing. I did we'll tell give you that. It. I thought yeah, that looked I agree. good. Yeah. That so looked we'll good. give it props for that. And that's about it. All right, so folks, tell us what you think in the comments. Is Batman and Robin terrible? Is there anything you like about it? Is Batman and Robin the worst major superhero movie of all time? And if not, what is? Yeah, major major wise yeah all right we'll see you next time on princes of the universe